name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Brothers and sisters, we see something sort of strange going on in this gospel today that I read. Um, because what's happening here, I'm sure we've all heard this uh, part of the gospel before. When, you know, Jesus shows that Peter, you know, becomes this foundational figure of the church and a question could probably arise in our minds, right? Okay, Jesus, he's fully divine as well as fully human. And it's not that he doesn't know that Peter's going to deny him in the future. He knows that. So Jesus, having this knowledge, being the second person of the Trinity, having this divine nature, why is he doing that? Why is he sort of putting the spotlight on Peter? And showing Peter as, like I said, this big figure and foundation of the church. So what happens in this gospel today, and we sort of see how and why Jesus did what he did, even though having the knowledge that Peter was going to deny him, but still making it a point that this man is going to be the first pope in the church. And this man will be the head of the apostles, and he's going to be the one who's going to be that uh, foundational ground that Jesus will build the church on. So, what happens? Jesus, he asks a question to his disciples. Who do men say that the Son of Man is? Okay, this could almost seem as a theological discussion that Jesus wants to have with his apostles. Okay, fair. The Son of Man, we read this from the book of Daniel. Jesus wants to discuss this with them. So they're answering. You know, some say, um, and out of their own innocence, right? Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Others, Jeremiah. Okay, they start naming all of these wrong answers, okay? And then finally, Jesus wants to get straight to his point. Okay, who do you say that I am? Who am I to you? What is your interpretation of me? Who do you see me as? And the first one to reply was Peter. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. Here we start to see Peter's personality come out. Obviously this is before he denies Jesus three times, but we're seeing a different side of him because in the gospel we see two extremes of Peter. One is him being this foundation that Christ trusts and puts his trust in and sees to rely on him to be the head of the apostles. And then this other extreme of Peter being uh, this weak person in the face of temptation and ends up denying Christ three times. But I think what's happening here is Peter, he's representing a people in his answer. And I think the people he's representing is us because he's representing the baptized people of the church. But he's showing us something that we can sometimes see Christ in a different interpretation depending on when it's convenient for us. Because seeing Peter give this big profession of faith, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. He's telling him who he is and he's right. And he's telling him his interpretation is correct. 
and that's all good. But what happens when that's not convenient for us? Because we can be convicted sometimes when we're put in situations to possibly commit some sort of unethical action or be immoral. Jesus being the Christ, the Son of the living God, that's no longer convenient. Because then we're held culpable for what we do. If we think that, for example, we can change who Christ is, our interpretation of Him, depending on the convenience of the situation, that's not being faithful to Christ. That's not showing Christ that He is who He is, which is the Christ, the Son of the living God. For example, if we're put in this situation where, I don't know, let's say we have an opportunity to steal money in a business transaction and be unethical. Is our interpretation of Christ going to be different because we want it to be convenient? Oh, you know, Jesus would understand because I'm going through these certain hardships and money is tight and, you know, he would completely understand. Or when it comes to other immoral sins. Do we change who Christ is depending on our convenience? If the answer is yes, then we become like the weak Peter who denies Christ three times. But I think what Peter also would want us to understand is Jesus chooses someone who's weak and who he knows will deny him at some point to raise him up and give him the strength that no one else could. Because no one else could give Peter the strength except when it comes from Christ. That's why he says, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. God reveals to us who He is and doesn't want us to misconstrue or have a misconception of who He is depending on when it's convenient for us. When we want Jesus to be the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's not faithfulness to someone. That's treating someone like an employee. And Jesus, He, he doesn't work for us. He doesn't put on different hats and become someone whom He's not when it's convenient for us. And brothers and sisters, that's one of the reasons why today as we enter the liturgical season of the church, Jesus gives Peter this authority, this power. You have the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and anything you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. He's showing him that the way we become solid followers of Christ like Peter is listening to what the church says and obeying the church. Because the church shows us how we should interpret Christ in our life. And if we're looking at a different interpretation of what the church is elsewhere, it will, un it will end up being falling, causing more harm than good. Amen.